You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Legal talk, and alhamdulillah, legally speaking, in this world, it is a world, it's a meretricious world, it's a world of deception, it's a world of amagrur. It's a world from the time when Cain slew Abel, yeah, brothers killing brothers, uh, you know, uh, mankind killing mankind, no empathy, no sympathy over the pretext, some are greedy, some are truthful, some are deceitful and so forth. But in this midst of this world of tug of war between good and evil, there are the good men uh, that come uh, to the fore. And uh, one of them uh, that I have embraced and celebrated is uh, Brother Raida Marman, uh, also known as Ricardo, but Alhamdulillah, someone that boldly stating the, and making a statement saying, show us the virus. And he's taken CR to court and done many things. Brother Raid Marman, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khairan, brother, for having me and giving me this opportunity. I'm doing very well, alhamdulillah, and it's a great honor uh, to speak to you. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, all the better to hear your voice. And uh, really, you know, you may think we forgot you, we didn't forget you. You were always on our mind, you know, always on our mind because we know you're doing something uh, that uh, you believe in strongly and you're doing it on behalf of mankind and you're doing it because as a Muslim, it, an, it is an Islamic injunction uh, to, you know, enjoin good and forbid evil. Now, Rai, the, the show is all about you and, you know, you've been through many scenarios. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to enjoy you. I'm going to enjoy you in this sense where you're going to give us information. And in, whilst in my enjoyment, I'll be also be praying for you and asking the listeners to make special du'as for you in the struggle that you have. And it seems like it's quite a long struggle. So, Brother Raid, uh, mashallah, bismillah. Jazakallah khairan, brother. Uh, I just want to, you know, uh, thank your listeners as well for, uh, you know, giving me their ear, as it were, and their attention uh, and allowing me, you know, this platform. Uh, not many people uh, are open to the truth uh, and are willing to let the truth be spoken uh, in times where I'm sure we can all agree falsehood has more or less taken over the entire world. Um, in our court cases, if I can maybe just uh, refresh everybody's uh, minds about memories about this is that I... Since the lockdown started, I think it's almost three years ago now, uh, we were spurred on uh, by the Quran, uh, by Surah Al-Hujarat, to say, look, if people of such bad uh, reputations and people who have uh, a history of lying and deceit and deception and who do not have, you know, we're not really morally upstanding people, if they come out and they claim there's a deadly virus and because of this deadly virus, the whole world needs to be locked down, uh, places of worship needs to be locked down, etc. Then we should ask, you know, questions, we should investigate uh, about this matter. And that's exactly what we did. We asked, show us the virus. Uh, and for the past three years, uh, they have been unable to show us the virus. Uh, I don't think they can show us the virus. And so we've been in this court battle. Um, we've gone through various courts, but now the latest one is in the in the high court in Cape Town. And in the high court in Cape Town, we asked the same question to President Ramaphosa. You locked down the country. You said there was a virus. Uh, can you please uh, show us proof of the existence of the virus? Um, he's fought a very hard case against me. He has won every single uh, of our engagements in court unbelievably without ever showing proof that the virus exists. Uh, and the last one, obviously, a, a, a cost order was issued against me. And again, the court did not ask uh, President Ramaphosa for any proof that the virus exists, which justified uh, the lockdowns. So in that case, uh, uh, as I say, we uh, the court dismissed it without asking any proof from the president, issued a cost order against me to pay for our billionaire president's uh, legal fees. Um, I then, you know, appealed that. And I said, no, this is not on. We want uh, leave to appeal, to appeal this matter. And then that's where the controversy uh, started, the recent controversy. My lawyers uh, told me that the court will be on the uh, 18th. That's what I was under the impression of. 18th of uh, August now, I believe. And... Uh, when I arrived at court on the 18th, I heard from the judge's secretary that the case was heard on the 15th. 
and there's another cost order that was now given against me. And so at this stage, we are trying to get to the bottom of it. My lawyers say, no, the court was uh, has, has made an error in doing so. The president and his legal team, they are convinced that this was the right thing uh, to, to have happened, a uh, cost order against me. We are still trying to get to the bottom of it. <clears throat> Since then, uh, we have been uh, in discussions with the judge, with Ramaphosa's lawyers, my lawyers, etc., to try and see who's at fault here and to try and, and, and resolve the matter. So unfortunately, as we stand now, that matter is still unresolved. Right, you know, it's already a shocking uh, incident. I mean, you, I mean, they have the court case without your lawyers being there and uh, your, your lawyers are not sure, you know, what happened and in between. So who else, uh, you know, can, uh, are we accountable to? I mean, uh, you, you took on uh, the, 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 the number one person in the country. I mean, uh, he must give you answers. And it seems as if, you know, the whole country is in chaos. Uh, you know, look at that uh, criminality, the Zama Zamas are running uh, rampant in, 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 in the Kauteng region and so forth. Uh, the gold mines being captured. Um, uh, criminality runs uh, even the, uh, the judiciary. And, and then you find that, that you know, uh, we also heard of stories when it came to the uh, vaccines uh, that uh, uh, people were deliberately put away, uh, you know, uh, uh, right? They were already put away and uh, they were paid a certain amount of uh, money uh, to, 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 to make sure that uh, certain uh, patients uh, you know, passed on in hospital and so forth. What are your thoughts, uh, you know, when you see all these uh, uh, proof coming through? These are, you know, top uh, physicians that, that are speaking out against the system. And here you are, you asking the question, show us the virus. We have uh, the, the head of Pfizer refusing to come and, uh, you know, be accountable in any committee. I mean, uh, I think the European Union and so forth had called him and he just, uh, you know, point blank refused. Now, you know that there is this uh, strong presence of uh, deniers and denial. But the fact is the proof, you know, the Quran says, Kurhatu burhanukum in kuntum sadikin. Bring me a proof if you're truthful. The proof is all around. The people are coming up with the statistics and figures that uh, the, these are the side effects of uh, these uh, uh, vaccinations, that this is what they have done. And so many young people have lost their lives because of being inoculated. What are your thoughts, uh, Raid? Well, you know, to put it uh, simply, I mean, this is a very, uh, you know, important matter that you raise of all of these things that are happening, you know, that uh, that seem that there's chaos and, and that our country, the institutions and systems in place to keep the people safe and to keep law and order and justice seem not to work. Uh, and of course, as we now saw here as well with this case of mine, that how on earth is it possible? that a president can lock down an entire country, claim that there is a virus, and when he's asked to provide proof of the virus, he can't do so, and the courts still allow him to continue to impose these measures on people and allow him to go without any accountability. Well, the unfortunately, the answer to that question is one, you know, that uh, it's, it's subversion. Uh, South Africa has been completely subverted. Uh, now, subversion is a is an is a national security term that is used. You know, when when a country, the power and authorities in a country is undermined. Uh, but in a nutshell, for people who are not uh, well versed with national security issues and these things, it means a country has been hijacked, and I'm sure many people can understand that the country uh, has been hijacked. Um, but how do you hijack a country? You know, a country is hijacked very similar to how you hijack a car. I've never hijacked a car and, and never, you know, intend to do so. And I don't encourage anyone else to do so either. But the same, similar principle applies. Uh, you've got to get behind the wheel uh, and you have to try and, uh, you know, hijackers get behind the wheel by pointing a gun at the person and pushing him away and they jump on the, uh, behind the steering wheel or they point a gun at the person behind the steering wheel. But the, you've got to get behind the wheel so that you can now drive the car to where you want it to. The same principle applies when subverting a, a country. And all of these issues that you've explained, when there's so much chaos, that the chaos seems organized, which I think the chaos is organized, we are dealing here with subversion. So how, did, how, how do you hijack this country? You gain control of the leaders, unfortunately. The leaders are bribed, they are 
compromised in some way or the other. Uh, and then the leaders in turn, they open up the country uh, to this uh, foreign cabal, this uh, infestation. They then occupy our courts, occupy our economy, occupy many important places uh, and ensure that one, those institutions do not work uh, in the interest of the people. In fact, that they should work against the interest of the people um, and that they should work in the interest of the, uh, of the cabal. So unfortunately, in my assessment, uh, South Africa has more or less been completely subverted. Uh, and we are an occupied territory, you know, um, we are an occupied territory, unfortunately. So that is my, uh, my answer to that. Uh, right, uh, while you're talking, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, gentle, I'm, I'm feeling so deeply for you, you know, what emotions are you going through? You know, you have taken on the president of the Republic of South Africa, uh, you know, you have a, a great, uh, you know, uh, many will agree, and, uh, you know, you, you get the feeling that a great injustice has been done to you. Uh, how are you coping emotionally and, you know, uh, spiritually, how, you know, you must have uh, upped your, uh, you know, your, your intake of spirituality to cope with the, uh, such a, a situation which is uh, rather, you know, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it, uh, right? It's a very difficult uh, situation. It's a struggle, uh, you know. So for what I believe that I am involved in and what gives me the uh, impetus to continue is that I'm in a struggle, uh, good versus evil. Um, unfortunately, the evil has spread so far. Like I say, it's spread so far in this country. And I, I feel privileged, you know, to be on the side of, of, of good fighting the evil, especially the kind of evil that it is. And I believe and, and, I, and I hope that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, will help me, protect me, guide me uh, and make me see the evil better and, and hopefully make me be part of those who can overcome the evil. Uh, but if, as many people, unfortunately, what I've just told you today, um, that our country is an occupied country, meaning that the cabal has fully taken control over this country, every single part of it, uh, even uh, presidents, so no one is able to stand against these people in the country. So they, South Africa is an occupied country. Many people, unfortunately, are unaware of this fact. And uh, I thank uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for making me aware of this. I don't think I would have been aware of this if I did not take on this fight. I would have, just like everybody else, thought that, well, we are just dealing here with a corrupt government. Uh, we are just dealing here with incompetence on, or ineptness. I would not have, like the majority of us have seen, that we have been invaded here by stealth. Uh, we have been invaded by a very powerful force uh, that has found a weakness in our country and that have occupied it fully. So I am uh, like most people who have been involved in this fight. I know that this is a fight, uh, you know, that uh, is between good and evil. You are either on the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or you are on the side of, of this evil. And it's a privilege and an honor uh, to fight uh, evil uh, on the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, I feel strong. I feel that I cannot be deterred. I feel that uh, I cannot be defeated, even in death. I cannot be defeated. Even in jail, I cannot be defeated uh, because uh, having started this fight, I knew and I've seen many people in South Africa who have come to the reality that we are facing with this situation, have been killed, have been imprisoned, have been marginalized. All of these things have happened, uh, but they still, uh, they are the honorable ones and their names still live on in honor uh, in this world and in the year after. So that is what uh, spurs me on. You know, uh, uh, Alhamdulillah, uh, you know, plus, uh, uh, you know, you're fortunate. The legal team that you have around you, they have great belief in you. Uh, also, you know, the family members, I mean, uh, they mean a lot to you. Talk to me about, uh, you know, the team that you have around you, uh, right? Yeah, look, there, there are many people, you know, uh, uh, Alhamdulillah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent along. So yes, there's, uh, there's my legal team. We've had now this challenge uh, lately, uh, but they've come a long way with me. And that's why I have uh, had the patience uh, to try and get to the bottom of this current, you know, the latest issue that happened. 
Um, my wife, of course, has been tireless in her support of me throughout all of this. Uh, it's been difficult on us. Uh, you know, um, Shaitan is, uh, we are fighting Shaitan here. You know, we are trying to expose the very problem that, uh, you know, many good people have been exposing, uh, trying to expose in the past. And when you do so, uh, you get under severe attack from Shaitan. And of course, uh, my wife uh, has been the one and myself who have experienced this many times. Uh, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the strength to overcome it. There's also been people uh, all around the world, you know, who has uh, reached out uh, to try and give their support uh, in many ways, uh, praying for us, uh, providing us with advice, etc. Uh, well wishes, encouragement. Uh, so this has been uh, very, very good and very welcome. And uh, as, you, as, as, as we know that those people who support a good cause, uh, they share in its reward. Uh, and, and those people who support uh, an evil cause, they unfortunately share in its burden. And then, of course, there's many people in South Africa uh, that has also been very, very supportive. Uh, Maulana Rafiq, uh, as you know, um, there's many of the ulama that has come for. Of course, regrettably, there's been many ulama that has uh, found themselves uh, inadvertently, probably not without fully knowing what they are getting themselves into, they have found themselves on the wrong side of, of things, but they are still alive and everybody makes mistakes and it's a very uh, opportunity for them to uh, to ask for forgiveness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can turn evil into good uh, from sincere repentance. Uh, so yes, there has been the ulama, there has been yourself, you know, you've provided this platform. Not many are willing to have uh, uh, these kind of things that I have to say and have experienced uh, to make that known. So there's many, many people. I, I cannot even begin to, to count everyone that has uh, supported and put shoulder to the wheel uh, for this. And I'm extremely grateful and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to preserve them uh, and to reward them. You know, right when we grew up, I mean, especially in my case, uh, when I did history and we hey, talk about this dictator and that dictatorship and we thought hey, it was rulers of the countries and it was these war generals and so forth. They were the dictators of the world at that time and we knew dictators in, in that term but uh, moving on i mean it seems like this uh, new era we find a medical dictatorship and tyranny and uh, these uh, medical dictatorship is gone to such a level that uh, you know they will just i mean uh, many are calling uh, the, the the present day you know that inoculation and the virus and so forth uh, this is uh, you know they say it's engineered it's a uh, uh, what they call it, a bio uh, uh, warfare against uh, mankind. And there we have a person like uh, Raid Marman coming to the fore and taking on medical dictatorship. And even world governments have succumbed to these uh, medical dictators. Your thoughts on that, Raid? I, I want to uh, just, you know, maybe just to add on to your point, uh, it, it is not merely just a medical dictatorship. You know, the, the, the medical issue now is just a tactic, is just a strategy. Uh, we are faced here with, uh, a, a, there is a hidden empire. There is an empire, an empire of evil uh, that has done what I've just explained to you. They've corrupted presidents and leaders all around the world and they've installed their army. You must understand, it's not just a few families. People like to call certain names. They like to say Oppenheimer, uh, Rothschild, etc. No, no, no. Um, if you understand the, what it takes to subvert a country, you will understand you need an army of people. And this is what you have. You have an army of people that operate in South Africa uh, to steer the country to this goal. You have an army of people operating in England, in America, and every single country uh, on the planet. And uh, this army has uh, been working for quite some time, as you can imagine, uh, to, to, to have bribed all these presidents so that they can all agree to to this lockdown took time, money, and effort, coordination. Uh, we are dealing with a, a global, evil, hidden empire uh, that we are up against here. And uh, the reason why I can sit here, look, I'm, as I say, I mean, their power is, they, they, they seeming to be very powerful. They've got all the presidents in their pocket. But here am I a nobody. I mean, I, there's nothing significant about me. Uh, and yet they cannot fool me. 
So the first thing is they cannot fool me. So it shows the weakness of their plans. Uh, and secondly, they do not scare me. Uh, even if they've got uh, the whole world and everything on their side, they cannot become any more powerful than they are at the moment. They can only become weaker. Uh, and I'm not afraid of them. Uh, so this, this shows that uh, their plans are weak uh, and frivolous. Uh, and, and it stands to nothing against uh, the truth. But this is what we are dealing with here, uh, my brother. And this is the warning that I want to give to people. This is not just a medical tyranny. It's not just a one-off. There is an organized evil, organized evil who has millions of supporters, uh, human beings, unfortunately, who are part of this uh, in a system. And uh, this is world conquest by this hidden uh, worldwide empire. Now you're pushing me, you're tickling me, uh, right? You're tickling me and I'm bringing in uh, Russia, Ukraine, right? And, uh, you know, many say it's a proxy war. I mean, uh, Ukraine is fighting uh, a proxy war in, on behalf of the Americans. They're pushing forward uh, certain things uh, that uh, America can't fathom, uh, that they will lose the, 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 the dollar power and, uh, you know, uh, the, the Russians and uh, the Chinese and all are ushering in a different currency and so forth. But the bottom line is, uh, even that, just, you know, a battle that is taking place in that region is affecting every human being, is affecting every country, is affecting the price of fuel, the price of food, and, uh, you know, name it, uh, the, the people are losing jobs, and it seems like the only people that are making money are those one percenters that uh, control uh, the armaments industry, and, you know, that control and patrol the uh, food production of this world, and so forth. What... What are your thoughts on that, uh, Rai? Um, well, the way I see it, I see the world a little bit uh, different, you know, than, um, uh, than, than how it is portrayed at the moment. Uh, and this is part of, you know, uh, the warning that I want to give uh, to people. It's important to see the world uh, how it is, um, because if, you, if, you, if, if these deceptions cloud your, your judgment, then you will not be able to see this hidden empire of evil. Uh, you know, in the in the Quran, you know, just before I explain uh, or, or touch on the issues that you just mentioned, in the Quran, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala explains that um, the system of evil is one system, and uh, all of those who are involved in evil they work together uh, towards this goal, uh, and they do have a, a uh, so that's what the Quran says. So we must understand that this is just not uh, random evils that are taking place. Uh, they, we have an avowed enemy, you know, and this avowed enemy is uh, Shaitan. Shaitan has declared war against us. We are in a war. And uh, Shaitan has uh, recruited hum uh, human beings uh, on his side, which he inspires. And these human beings have been able to build a vast hidden empire. And uh, it is this empire now that snakes throughout the entire world. Uh, and it's trying to crush all of us. But but coming to uh, the issue that you mentioned now about uh, Russia and China and all of these things that are in the Ukraine war and all of these things that are happening. The thing is that these empires do not really exist. You see, uh, America is colonized. America's, operate, America's policies and what it does is the same as South Africa. It's got nothing to do with the American people. America is a, is a colony. Uh, its, its country has been subverted and uh, its rulers are not American uh, and its rulers are not uh, driving the interest of America. Uh, and the same people who rule South Africa, the same evil cabal rule America. Uh, the same, I'll, I'll give uh, reasons for why I say what I say. The same with Russia. Uh, Russia is, the Russian people are under occupation. Uh, the Russian people are ruled by foreign entity there. Um, the Russian uh, government is steering towards the cabal interest. And the same people who are pulling the strings and ruling Russia are ruling America and are ruling us. Um, and the same can be said for Ukraine, the same for the United Kingdom, uh, the same can be said for every single country in the world. They, these countries uh, don't exist anymore. Uh, the whole of humanity has been uh, uh, hijacked. Uh, the whole of humanity and all of these countries have been subverted, uh, have uh, occupied countries. And you will see anyone in these countries who speak the same thing that I speak, they would be persecuted, arrested, driven out of those countries. This is the one thing you do not say to humanity, that 
Russia as a country does not exist. China as a country does not exist. America as a country does not exist. These countries, unfortunately, uh, politically, economically, legally, all of these things have been taken over by this uh, hidden evil force that, uh, that follows the footsteps of, of shaitan. Now, why do I say this? Uh, one, go uh, yourself, you know, dig just behind the surface and see the economic, uh, who pulls the economic strings, etc., of these countries, uh, who dominates them. You will see that these countries are dominated by private people. Uh, secondly, look at some of the major issues uh, of enslavement of humanity. The climate change hoax, Russia is part of it, Ukraine is part of it, every China is part of it, everybody's part of the, the climate change hoax, but everybody's fighting each other. Doesn't make sense. But everybody is working towards this plan of enslaving humanity by using the climate change hoax. Why would China and America work together on this thing? Where, why would Ukraine and Russia work together on this thing when they are seeming enemies here? It doesn't make sense. And, and the same is uh, uh, with the, the digital currency. Russia and America and everybody are working together to develop digital currency. And the digital currency will be another instrument for the enslavement of humanity. Why are they working together on these things? And, and for who are they doing this? Who will benefit if Russia develops this digital currency uh, with the IMF and the Bank of International Settlements uh, in order to have this, uh, you know, enslavement currency around the world. And the same is, wh why are these countries all sitting together nicely on the UN councils and UN meetings and agreeing to UN agendas? Every country's got a UN uh, 2030 agenda around the world. H how does this happen? If, if I were to, I'm not interested in this, uh, but if I were to uh, have control over South Africa's destiny, and I would, and the people of South Africa say, please uh, uh, tell us what to do. The first thing I would do is to be rid of the United Nations. I would not be part of the United Nations because I believe they are steering the world towards evil. But Russia, China, Ukraine, America, every single country is part of this. And every single country is playing their role uh, in bringing in digital currency, bringing in climate change lockdowns. Every one of them participated in the lockdown. So, my brother, the, my view is that uh, we are being de de deceived here. Uh, these people are fighting each other, and uh, they're not fighting each other. These people are having these wars for other reasons than uh, competition between countries. Uh, they have destroyed all competition between countries. I believe the purpose of all of this is to usher in their goals and to make humanity suffer. I mean, that is uh, that is Shaitan's favorite pastime. Well, uh, right, you know, you uh, got us thinking uh, deeply there, you know, once, uh, you know, you get these uh, conspiracy theorists and then you get those uh, that are ushering in Armageddon and you get also those talking about, uh, you know, the, the Jali system and so forth. Some will say, yeah, that uh, Christian Orthodox and the uh, Union, uh, yeah, but there's uh, many stories behind that. But uh, let's get to the nitty gritty of so-called Muslim countries. Uh, buying into this. Uh, some are for, some are against, and uh, you'll uh, notice uh, Turkey uh, coming in as a major role player. Turkey, like, is a go-to person for mediation and so forth. Talk to us about Turkey. Is Turkey uh, all roasted up also? Uh, unfortunately, as I say, my brother, I um, th there is, in this instance, no exceptions to the rule. You know, I, I know many people will hate what I say now, but the truth sometimes is uh, it appears like that. But uh, ask yourself this question. Is Turkey developing digital currency? Uh, is Turkey part of the United Nations? Uh, is Turkey pushing the climate change issues? Uh, is, was Turkey part of the lockdowns? Uh, and the, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, if you look behind the scenes, uh, who controls the Turkish economy? What is going on in Turkey, et cetera? The unfortunate part of it is, like I say, that uh, these... Uh, this empire, uh, they feel that they have more or less conquered the world, and uh, uh, so-called Muslim countries are no exception. Uh, they unfortunately, in my reading and estimation, uh, are also part of this. Um, I could be wrong, uh, but I doubt it very much, because as I say, uh, all the big uh, cabal objectives and all of the big cabal instruments to make humanity suffer and all the big lies that are being told to humanity, 
every single country without exception and every single leadership without exception is part of this. Yeah, right. You know, it really makes you think about. Uh, so the hope for mankind is, uh, you know, we got the ayat in the Quran, Rasul, obey Allah, obey his messenger, uh, you know, and amongst us, uh, we have uh, so many different opinions. And, uh, you know, we look at our leadership. Uh, do we really have leadership? Because uh, we are very good at uh, within the, the house of Islam. We're fighting each other and, uh, you know, we're denigrating each other and so forth. What is the way out, uh, right? I think, as you say, yes, there, there is this, uh, uh, you know, chaos that has gone on within us. I think the way forward is we have to first understand this reality that we are at war and uh, the kind of war that we are in is a war of subversion. Uh, Shaitan said that he will uh, fight us, right? And he will inspire us with false desires, uh, that he will mislead us, uh, you know, that he will um, make us go against uh, 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 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, etc. And Allah has warned us not to follow the footsteps of Shaitan that shaitan, whoever follows his footsteps and makes him a friend, uh, that that person unfortunately will suffer and that person uh, will be betrayed. So the first thing is we must know that we are in this uh, contest. We must understand this contest. And every other thing that when we look at the war in Russia or anything that happens around us, we must look at it in the context of this bigger uh, battle or this bigger war, the war that shaitan has declared against us and uh, how he will do this. He will whisper. He will have secret societies. Uh, he will have all of these things. He will come to us and tempt us, confuse us with uh, um, LGBTQ, confuse us with uh, uh, let's the world get together and, and uh, stop these religious differences and have one faith or uh, etc. All of these things, these are all the tricks. If, if we understand uh, the initial declaration of war against humanity, uh, and we then try to look at things from that perspective, I think we will uh, have a better understanding. But how do we get out of the situation? We must first understand that in South Africa, the South African people, South African system has been subverted. It has been hijacked. It's been hijacked. Uh, you know, people previously spoke about state capture. And the media is trying to do its best because it was a bad thing for the media to start talking about state capture. Because this is what I'm basically saying, that the state has been captured. South African state has been captured. Uh, and not only South African state, but Britain, America, Pakistan, you name it, the states have been captured. Um, so they brought up this whole issue of the state has been captured, but now they're trying to do their best. Every time they refer to state capture, they say those years of state capture trying their best to convince the people that it was only pertaining to the corruption under the Jacob Zuma presidency. It's got nothing to do with anything else. Well, it has got everything to do with our current situation. So people in South Africa must understand state has been captured. Uh, Muslims, unfortunately, have to understand that uh, many of their institutions and, uh, and, and their communities under capture. Uh, Christians have to understand that. Everybody has to understand that the global lockdown should uh, should have, you know, demonstrated that to everyone. Every church, every mosque, every country, every place was locked down. Whoever did that, one did it under false pretenses. How does someone or some group under false pretenses ensure that all of the seven billion people on Earth obey this? are forced to obey this. This shows that uh, they have captured everybody, unfortunately, and uh, or at least all the leaders or the leaders who are wielding power. And uh, for us to get out of the situation, uh, we first have to realize that that is the place where we start from. Now, Raida, when we look at uh, the entire situation, I want to know from you, OK, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, uh, you know, we are addressed in the plurality, man's, uh, mankind and jinn, mankind and jinn. How much of the jinn uh, community are involved in this? I mean, we know shaitan comes from that community of jinn. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, pushing forward this agenda, uh, this type of force, 
Um, doesn't it put us as insan on a very big disadvantage, uh, Raid? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yes, uh, as you quite rightly say, I mean, many people uh, who study this very deeply, they realize we're dealing with unbelievable evil here. And, and people have different ways of describing what this evil is and confusion. So some say that, or the, the most prominent view is, yes, there is definitely shaitan here. And people call him Satan, etc. And uh, but the majority view is that uh, Shaitan is a fallen angel. Okay, uh, and the view that uh, we as Muslims hold is that Shaitan is a jinn from the jinn, and uh, that the jinn, obviously, they they hide from us. We cannot see them. Uh, but Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has explained to us that yes, Shaitan has declared the war against us, um, and some jinn. Shayateen follow him. He's got a he's got an army with him, and uh, they these jinn and shaitan they form partnerships with uh, people with humanity. So they inspire human beings. As if you if you study the uh, cabal uh, deeply and more, you will realize that uh, the invocation of demons of jinn and uh, getting inspiration from them and even making their buildings and uh, their emblems and symbols that they put everywhere is all related to this uh, jinn or demonic uh, things. So in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says there's a partnership between them. There's a partnership between uh, shaitan and his uh, evil jinn, the shayateen, uh, and human beings. There are human beings who have made a partnership with them and a profitable partnership between uh, them. Um, and they are waging war against humanity. But remember, who's the ultimate leader and the one who has declared war against us because of uh, jealousy? Shaitan. Now, we are not at a disadvantage, uh, my brother, because uh, uh, Shaitan's plans are, are weak. Uh, like I say, my brother, I am, uh, you know, you are much more knowledgeable than me. Many people are knowledgeable and stronger, etc. I am just a simple human being and I'm able to stand up against Shaitan. And he cannot just wish me away or squash me because uh, these evil spirits, jinn and shaitan, they do not have power over uh, people who, one, uh, know about them and who have faith, uh, who have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and who do not allow their faith and morality to be corrupted. Over these people, uh, the shayateen, shaitan, the jinn, the, the cabal, they have no power over these people. Uh, and so we as humanity, we have a great source of power. And in fact, these people are at the moment where they are at their weakest because of the height of their arrogance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates arrogance and uh, he brings the arrogant down low. Uh, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates evil. He does not help it and he will make sure that evil is destroyed. So, yes, there is this jinn and, and all of that. Um, and they are involved. And uh, they can be quite devastating, but only to those people who allow themselves to be separated from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from those people who are inspired by fear of these uh, shaitan and, and these evil people. You know, uh, whilst you're talking and earlier on you, uh, you know, you spoke about climate change uh, uh, being used as a pretext. And I was uh, just uh, looking at the floodings of uh, Pakistan and, you know, the big uh, story came out, oh, yes, uh, Pakistan is not getting enough aid. We got two thirds of the country is underwater and uh, some are blame, uh, blaming the glaciers, uh, you know, uh, coming through and melting very quickly. And they uh, attribute that to climate change. But uh, Raida, you know, you and I perhaps think alike when it comes to this, you know, when the 9-11 was uh, uh, took place, uh, we know that they brought the entire uh, steel structure down with the uh, nuclear uh, or thermonuclear energy. I mean, uh, no other thing could have uh, mounted the whole building like that. Then uh, maybe there's a theory in my mind uh, that uh, that flood uh, that was caused in Pakistan, these guys could have interfered with the glaciers, uh, you know, used some technology where, uh, you know, a vast amount of waters were just, uh, you know, uh, were, 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 were thrown onto the low-lying areas and so forth, that dams were broken and, so, uh, you know, no one could cope with that. And, uh, you know, lots of disasters uh, that have been orchestrated, 
you know, we were not natural disasters. That they, uh, people spoke about the tsunami. That they, you know, the, you know, some the theory was that they bombed those uh, tectonic plates, and there was this uh, massive uh, earthquake that took place, and this mass, uh, <coughs> uh, this um, tsunami came through. What are your thoughts on that? Is that purely speculation or conspiracy theories, or do we have a prime evil that can do things like this, uh, right? We, we indeed do have a prime evil amongst us, uh, unfortunately. So look, it's, it's a, a few things. My perspective on it is that uh, uh, one, of course, I am full agreement with you that the whole climate change is just, is just a ruse. It's just a, a trick, a tactic uh, against us, you know. Uh, so that means that it, uh, it is not really happening as these people are trying to say to us. They, have, uh, they are using this to further their global empire. They have an empire, you know, and they want to further their grip around the throat of humanity. Uh, just to give an idea, you know, uh, as, as I answer your question there, with climate change, for example, uh, the problem is CO2 emissions, the same stuff we breathe out. And uh, so if they feel that is too much and they say that lockdowns will work for it, uh, they can lock down you as an individual because you've consumed too much meat or you have uh, breathed too much. Uh, etc. So the amount of control that they have over you is, is unbelievable. And because there is no climate change and they're lying about it, it's only going to be their scientists who are going to determine when these restrictions should be lifted and when we should change, etc. It's the ultimate plan of control uh, over humanity. Uh, so that, that's the first issue. I just want to make that clear to people so they can understand the, uh, the trick behind this. Um, but are they capable of sabotage? Yes, of course. They are capable of sabotaging things, of, of, of blowing up uh, dams, uh, uh, walls, so that communities can be flooded, and, and so you can come up with all of these things. So yes, they can sabotage, but we must uh, uh, be careful in the issue of sabotage. We must be careful, I believe, uh, for our own sake and for the sake of our iman, our belief and the purity of our belief, we must not exaggerate their capacity. We must not say they can do things that only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do or increase their power so much. For two reasons. One, we might uh, find ourselves committing shirk and kufriya. And, and two, we are going to do the very thing that Allah warns us against. Don't become afraid of these people. Don't encourage others to fear these people. Uh, only fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, don't fear them. So yes, they can sabotage, but we must be very skeptical and we must be very critical when we hear stories that they are making this or they're changing the weather like this and the other. We must be very, very careful that we don't come to a, a place where we are attributing powers to these people that are powers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we encourage and that we tell such stories about these people that we scare everybody else to fear these people more than they fear uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, so that's on that side. The other side is, it's also very possible on some of the things that like I've seen now with, uh, with the COVID thing, they, <clears throat> people die of other reasons and then they just misdiagnose the deaths. Uh, they exaggerate the deaths. Etc. So they don't really cause anything in the beginning. They just lie about things. So we must also be open to the possibility that sometimes floods happen. You know, floods and weather disasters have happened throughout human history. And sometimes these things happen. And, and what they then do is, uh, which I believe is well what they do, they just jump on these things, exaggerate them, put them on the news 24-7, have the news readers being very emotional, bringing up climate change. Scaring the people, you know, uh, so these are the things I think uh, related to these issues. Yeah, you know, you talk about news and that is absolutely uh, uh, true. You know, Malika Shabazz said the media is so powerful. It can have you uh, loving the oppressor and hating those that are oppressed. And it can uh, brainwash billions and millions of people. And uh, this is exactly what they're doing. As you say, you know, we knew certain scenarios where people were paid. I mean, that Kuwaiti story where it was a lie that, you know, Saddam Hussein invaded and he got into the hospital and he killed so many babies. And eventually it was all exposed uh, that it was the ambassador's daughter that appeared on uh, world media to talk a lie. 
I mean, that alone, a Muslim being compromised. I want to even uh, touch on this topic of uh, unholy alliances. I mean, you, you look at uh, uh, Israel and India having a very common uh, uh, enemy in, in that, as they say themselves, are the Muslims. And they work very closely together in all fields, especially when it comes to, you know, the military fields and doing this and that. Uh, they, 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 they speak with one, uh, one voice. And then you find that, you know, the Palestinian issue, too, is an issue that is put on the file 13 by world media. They rather will be with the India, uh, Israel and the West is uh, Europe. You know, most of Europe is complicit in uh, being very, very anti-Muslim. Look at what France does. Look at what uh, uh, Britain's uh, uh, that uh, Elizabeth or Liz Truss uh, is saying and so forth. Even uh, the, the, the American president of Biden and so forth. Uh, he's saying, oh, you know, if uh, Saudi Arabia doesn't watch it, Saudi Arabia is none the better. If they don't watch it, there'll be repercussions for Saudi Arabia. You notice what happened to Imran Khan when he went to uh, Russia and, you know, tried to uh, do a deal. And he was uh, marginalized. There's so many different uh, contradictions that come through. But one thing that we can be certain about, never will the Yahud or Nasara be your friend unless you follow their form of religion. Your thoughts are right. And I definitely, I want to just, uh, you know, clarify, you know, the, the previous point that I made earlier as I respond to you. When I said that, um, you know, these countries have been subverted and uh, um, their leaders, although they look like they are against each other, but they are working with each other. I want to make it clear that I'm not, the, the people, the American people, the average people on the street, this is, they are not part of this. Uh, these are innocent people that have been occupied, that have been oppressed, that have been steered into direction. And the same is uh, people of Pakistan, people of Turkey, etc. Uh, these people are not the same as their governments and the same as those people who subverted them. In fact, the whole of humanity are, are victims uh, of this evil uh, that, is, uh, that has subverted our countries and that has uh, occupied us. You know? So this has uh, happened everywhere. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains to us, you know, that to answer your question about some of these people who publicly look like they are together or, or that they are against each other, but they are together. There are people who come and they appear in one way to you, but behind your back or when you are not around, then they, uh, you know, they show their true colors. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains about these people. So this is one of the phenomenon that are happening here. The leaders, when they speak in publicly, they behave in one manner, uh, but they have secret meetings. They have secret councils that Allah SWT tells us about and that Allah SWT is part of. Uh, Allah SWT uh, watches everything that they do. Uh, and Allah SWT knows full well their plans. And Allah warns us, if we are ever aware, if, if we know what these people are plotting against us in their secret plans and secret meetings, we would be shocked. Um, so this is what's happening, unfortunately. Um, not all world and international relations and international affairs happen in the public view. There are, unfortunately, much secrecy that happens. And because of the secrecy, that is why most people uh, do not have a proper understanding of, of the world, um, because they, they, they read the public media reports and, uh, and they don't read between the lines of these reports. And so they see... Uh, things happening in this way, but there is secret arrangements and agreements and I can assure you the only way that countries around the world coordinate together about digital currency, about locking the world down, climate change, is because they have these secret meetings, secret agreements, uh, secret covenants and oaths that they swear amongst each other. Um, this is what is uh, happening. And, and as you say, of course, um, what we have to do um, as, as, as Muslims um, is to maintain our morality, uh, to maintain our faith, uh, to, to, to purify our faith and our morality, uh, because this is ultimately a moral battle. Uh, like I say to you, the, the people we are up against here are people that will call a Muslim leader aside in a secret meeting and they will bribe him. They will tell him, uh, turn on your people. We will give you money. We will give you fame. We will give you glory. Uh, if you don't do that, we will harm you. Let us make a secret agreement between ourselves. This is what they do. And uh, if you do not have moral, moral uprightness, 
um, you will succumb to this. And so it's important for people, the first line of defense uh, is to have faith, is to stand for what is good uh, and for what is true. Um, and when you look at these events, listen, you know, read the Quran and listen to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's warnings that these people have secret meetings and they plot and plan against you. And if you know their plots and plans, uh, you would be shocked. And they are attempting to snare you. They are attempting to, um, to make you change your religion. So they want you to change your religion by pretending that they want to have Abrahamic faith accords or all of these things with you uh, so that they can uh, make you change. They want you to change. And the thing that they want you to change is they want you to turn your back on, uh, on true faith, turn your back on morality, uh, and become kafir and, uh, and commit shirk. Uh, why do they want this? Because shaitan wants as many of us as possible to accompany him uh, into hell, uh, unfortunately. And as you say with the media, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns us again that the strategy of, of these people is to, to lie, even if they know the truth, uh, to cover it with falsehood, uh, uh, to mix the truth with falsehood, uh, these are the kind of tactics they do, playing with words, playing with how they say things. Uh, when they make a speech in public, uh, they say one word. If they say it a certain way or a certain gesture, then their hidden shaitans and friends can understand what they are saying. Uh, so this is unfortunately uh, the kind of people and world we are living in. I'll tell you, right, the fascinating uh, conversation uh, with you. And unfortunately, time has come up there. But uh, your parting words uh, this evening? Uh, my parting words would be that, please, uh, humanity, be aware, Muslims and non-Muslims alike, be aware we are at war. Uh, evil has organized itself against us. And uh, evil feels that they are at the very final stages of defeating us. And the objective of defeating us, one, is to kill us, two, is to lead us to kufr and shirk so that we can go to hell, and three, is to enslave us and to make us live uh, in misery. Uh, it is important for us to become aware. Uh, the only way we get out of this situation, we must have faith, uh, we must, uh, you know, do something about it, uh, we must encourage each other to have self-restraint, moral self-restraint, and the courage to fight. Uh, and we must spread the truth amongst each other. Um, so that is the, my message that I want to, to, to leave with. Our countries, uh, our places uh, have been uh, subverted and fully occupied. And we need to find a way to clean it up and to rid it of the occupation. And I want to say finally, Jazakallah uh, khairan, brother, for giving me this opportunity. Uh, it is much appreciated. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you. And also, Jazakallah khairan uh, to, your, to your listeners for, for giving me their time uh, to listen to this. And, and hopefully that they will spread the message. And uh, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh uh, to you and to everyone who is listening. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to Raid Marman. And show us the virus of people. Make special duas for him. Even get in touch with him. Talk to him, inshallah. Time for us to go for a break. Yes, we're going for the... Azan, and we will continue after that.